Okay, so today is the 1st of August and it's 6 o'clock in the evening. And as a weird twist of fate or coincidence or whatever you want to call it, I haven't eaten meat today. And I'm in the market for doing something new and something weird and something different. And I like doing things like that in a calendar month because it's a very definite start and end it. So in April, I went on the carnivore diet, the all meat diet. And that was great because my diet had been terrible uh, prior to that. And eating nothing but meat eradicated all the processed food from my diet essentially immediately. And April, although it was tough, it was good. There was a lot of readjustment and it wasn't easy by any stretch of the imagination. And as I've spoke about in previous episodes, it was essentially more of a psychological experiment than a physiological experiment. I started to appreciate the difference between wanting to eat something and being hungry and a whole host of other different things. But what I'm thinking about doing now is going vegetarian for the month of August. So to go back, January, February, March, diet was just terrible. It was just an extension of Christmas. I was drinking and smoking and eating the face off myself and not in a good way. Came to April then, cut out everything bar meat. That was great. Then May, May wasn't bad. I said to myself I was going to try the, what I was referring to as the all or the food only diet the idea being that i wouldn't eat any processed foods and i'd only eat actual foods meat and vegetables that worked to a degree but you know not really it wasn't it wasn't concise enough i wasn't with with meat only it's very matter of fact and it's very simple and it's very straightforward but with a food only diet that's certainly workable but For me, at least, I needed to set in stone what I was and wasn't going to eat over the course of the month a little bit clearer. So that was January, March, April, May, June, back into old habits, eating shite again. July kind of copped on to myself. That's the month just gone and stopped eating all the shit again, basically. So all the, not all the processed foods, but certainly all the, all the chocolate and sweets and crisps. I more or less cut that out for July for the most part, 90% plus reduction, say. And now I'm looking into the start of August and I'm saying, do you know what I might do? I might just give vegetarianism a rattle for the month. And just see how it goes. And it's funny because what it's made me think of is, come September what I might do is try the food only diet again. Because eating nothing but meat came easy to me because I'm a bit of a a carnivore, a bit of a meathead anyway. I love meat and I just fucking lorry it into me and it was great. But if I'm to eat nothing but vegetables and salad and fruit for the month of August I'm going to have to up my vegetarian game for want of a better term because with meat it's easy I could name you a hundred different meats that you can eat but I couldn't name you a hundred different vegetarian dishes not by a fucking long stretch I've practically never eaten one meat has just been a part of pretty much every meal for the last god knows how long so there'll be a steep learning curve if I do decide which I'm kind of 95% sure I'm going to if I do decide to go vegetarian for August there'll be a steep learning curve but I'm all about steep learning curves so that's not an issue that's a fucking bonus not a not a minus but what it has me thinking is like what's the idea what's really the ideal it's hardly eating nothing but meat and it's hardly eating nothing but plants and I've said this before again I've spoken about it at length we're omnivores our diet should be you know a healthy balance between meat and plants basically animals and plants that's what an omnivore typically eats so i don't see why we shouldn't eat it but it's got me thinking i lost a lot of weight a lot of body fat on the carnivore diet 
Now, I can only assume that that was down to cutting out all the processed shit more so than only eating meat. And I'd imagine that there's going to be a significant drop-off in body fat on a vegetarian diet. And that had me thinking that if you did only eat animals and plants, what would happen? Would you would you lose body fat? Would you gain body fat? Like, what would happen? And that kind of made me think, in the wild, omnivores eat plants and animals. But what happens to an omnivore, say, that has an abundance of everything, or any animal for that matter, whether it's a strict herbivore or carnivore? What happens when a lion has as much meat as it can stuff into its face? Or what happens a cow if it's got as much green grass as it stuffs into its face? Now, broad sweeping generalisation alert, they get fucking jacked. It means they're healthy as fuck. If they want for nothing in the wild, they don't, my understanding is at least, they don't overindulge to the point whereby they become prey themselves or so fat that they're incapable of fucking hunting or foraging for their own food. My understanding is that that doesn't happen. Now, I'm sure there are exceptions to this. And things like bears, which are omnivores, they pack on savage weight. Like, they, by our standards, get morbidly obese like fuck. But in their defence, that's before they fucking bed down for six months and hibernate. But it just has me thinking, what would happen if I ate nothing but animals and plants? Cut out all the dairy, cut out all the bullshit, cut out all the bread and the pasta and the the processed stuff, the sauces and the sweets and the treats and the crisps and the chocolate and the beer and the fucking spirits and the wine and all the rest of it. Like, what would happen then? And I don't think I'm going to starve, obviously, I've got an abundance of food. But I don't see myself putting on too much weight. Because there's a, there's a satiation that you get from actual food. There's a satiation you get from eating vegetables and salads and fruits. And fungi, say. And from meat. That you don't get from processed stuff. And when I say vegetables now, I don't mean potatoes boiled in oil or smothered in butter. Because I'd eat fucking 10 kilos of spuds, you know, with butter, creamy butter, lathered all over the top of them. But you wouldn't eat 10 kilos of spuds with themselves, especially if you're eating the skins. Because there's just something satiating about it. There's something very filling about it. I would, I would imagine that it's very hard to overconsume in calories if you're just eating plants and animals. So it'll be an interesting one. But I'm not going to jump into that now, I don't think, because... I don't have the background to commit to a meat and plants only diet because I've never been on a plants only diet. I've made my mistakes with the carnivore diet and I've learned from the carnivore diet. I know what works and what doesn't work. I know what's convenient and what's not and I know what's a quick meal and what takes preparation and all the rest of it. But I don't know that in relation to a plant based diet. So I might just go plant based for the month of August and take it from there. Because if nothing else, as I said earlier, it'll be a steep learning curve and I'm all about that. Plus it'll be interesting to see if I lose weight, gain weight, or how I'm feeling kind of energy-wise. Am I fucking sluggish? Am I wide awake? Am I bursting fucking full of energy? Or what happens? Because when I transition to the meat-only diet, that's something that mightn't be as ideal this time around. When I transition to meat-only which I think is more of an extreme thing to do than to go plant only. 
because I think in a revolutionary history we would have had far more of an abundance of plants than we would animals. Now I, I doubt it was ever the case, depending I suppose where you lived, but I very much doubt it was ever the case that human beings throughout the ages say had an abundance of meat and practically no vegetables, and by vegetables I mean plants, say. But the last time around when I transitioned from my kind of regular Western diet to meat only, I tapered a little. So for the two weeks previous to the start of April, I started upping my meat intake and reducing everything else basically. Just so that it wasn't a kind of a cold turkey, it wasn't too much of a shock to the system. Now I haven't thought about this in time to do it this time around. Ideally I suppose what I should have done was a week or two weeks previous to the 1st of August, which is today, I should have maybe reduced my meat consumption and upped my vegetable consumption but again like like I said there two sacks ago I think we're probably evolutionarily more inclined to eat nothing but plants than eat nothing but meat so it shouldn't be as hard a transition to just go plant-based and fuck it we'll give it a lash and see how it goes because I can only see upsides I mean it's not as if I'm going to get sick or I'm going to be deficient or anything like that oh another aside I will be supplementing with protein Maybe I don't need to, maybe I do, but I will be. Um, I do a good bit of training and I intend to keep that up. So my training these days is 5k a day and a 5k run every day, plus maybe somewhere between 60 and 80 push-ups every day. That's, that's pretty much all I'm doing. But even that and the way I run, I'd need the bit of protein for recovery with the, whilst eating meat, never mind just going plant-based. The other thing on plant-based, I know a lot of people will say, oh, you can get your protein from getting eating this fucking thing and that fucking thing and the other fucking thing. But these fucking things tend to come from the four corners of the world. So ideally, the vegetables and plants that I'm going to be eating will be grown in Ireland. And fruits, for that matter. Because, I mean, it's the height of our fucking summer. And if you can't eat... If you're not going to eat local during the summer, you may as well eat fucking Irish or strive to. But anyway, that's that aside. This is episode, bear with me two secs, 36, 36 of 42. I'm considering wrapping up these solo episodes at the end of season seven, not indefinitely by any stretch of the imagination, but maybe for, I don't know, a couple of weeks or a month at a minimum. The idea being what's going through my head at the moment is the solos are great, I've harped on endlessly in the past of how beneficial they are to me but there's an element of being a busy fool and there's an element of me hiding behind doing them all the time and what I mean by that is there's an element of an excuse I don't have to stand over my episodes because put it this way if somebody was to contact me and say here listen I just listened to episode 37 on season 5 I just plucked that from the back of my head. I don't know which episode it is. And let's say they just listen to that episode. And they say, it's not very well thought out. And it's not very well, it's not very, you know, succinct. Or it's not very clear. It's not very concise. It's not very congruent. It's a bit all over the place. Like, what's the fucking story? My reply to something like that would be, lad, give me a fucking break. I do five of these fucking things a week. Piss off. The quality of them, the quality of the content that I put out is entirely due to the fact that I make myself do them. They're, 
the seasons themselves, everything that I've put out, I can stand over, but I can stand over them with a little asterisk. And that little asterisk is, ah, look, I do five of them a week and I don't fucking rehearse them and I don't do that, put that much work into them. Give me a fucking break. But there's an element of me hiding behind that. So what I might do is, let's say, commit to taking a month off when I finish season seven. And over the course of that month, maybe work on something. Maybe for the first two weeks, I'll work on an episode on a particular thing. Like I did three or four episodes on emoticons before. And I'm not finished with those little yellow pricks either. I genuinely do think that they're the fucking death rattle of articulated speech. I think it's it's creeping... <sighs> There's an element of creeping authoritarianism about them. I fucking hate it. It's, it, it compels speech. And oh, people love them. Oh, they're only a little bit of fun and all this bollocks. But there's something analogous with them to zoos. Zoos are great. It's a great day out with the family. You know, you get to see the wild animals and they're great for breeding programs and all this sort of bollocks. You wouldn't catch me dead in a zoo. I've gone to Dublin Zoo a hundred times. I've gone to zoos in different countries. But I've committed to never walking into one of them ever again because I don't want to support them. There's something that I don't want to see more of. And if you pay to enter these places... Like that old, as it a Gandhi quote goes, every time you spend your money, you're voting for the type of world that you want to live in. And that's why you'll never see me in a zoo and you'll never see me in a McDonald's. Again, McDonald's is somewhere that I really frequented for fucking years on end. But not anymore. You won't catch me fucking dead in one. I'd sooner starve than eat out of the fucking place. Slight exaggeration, but you get the sentiment. But if I was to pick something like emoticons, or maybe, look, emoticons is just the first thing that came to mind. Speaking of the mind, I could do maybe an hour-long episode on the mind slash the soul, slash the body, possibly. I could do an episode maybe on uh, the body. So I could do the central nervous system, the muscular system, the bone system, you know, the circulatory system, whatever else. But do it as a piece of finished work, because that I could stand over. Now, that would require a hell of a lot more work. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't. I put it this way. If I upload something that this is on 14 minutes now. So I was probably five or 10 minutes fannying around kind of thinking about what I was going to fucking talking about, talk about before I landed on what I am talking about. So there's five or 10 minutes there. There's the 15 or 20 minutes of actually talking into the mic. And then there's another 10 or 15 minutes afterwards, writing it up, getting the fucking image and uploading it basically and then scheduling it for tomorrow and, and all this crap so each episode is probably between half an hour and 45 minutes worth of work every day but if i was to spend that time so if i was to spend 45 minutes a day for seven days say on something that was only half an hour long like the quality of it will be through the fucking roof in comparison to the quality of what i'm putting out so instead of maybe putting out 42 episodes in whatever it is, 60 days when you add in the weekends, whatever it is, instead of doing that, what if I was to upload, or what if I was to to create an album, essentially, you know, 10 half an hour long tracks, each one of them on the top 10 things that I've covered over the last number of years. So that's what I'm tying with at the minute. I really like to hear from you on this if you have a suggestion of what you'd like me to actually sit down and nail down and essentially perform. That's the that's the thought process that's going through my head. So we'll give Eating Nothing But Plants a lash for August. We'll finish out season seven. 
and we'll start on compiling a list of the things that I'm going to do research on and with the view of performing and recording and having it as a as a piece of something that I can really stand over. And on that note, I'll chat you soon.